Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Here today with Mike Hodgson. He's the CEO of Sarabi Gold. They're a gold play in South America. We're going to talk to Mike about uh, his, his track record in South America. Uh, we can talk about strategy of the business, where it's going. Hello, Mike. How are you? Well, thank you. Good to, good to have you. And you're, you're mostly traveling the world. Every time we ring the office, you're on a plane. Yeah, I'm going again tomorrow. <laughs> Tor- Toronto this time. Yeah. I heard. So why don't we kick off with a one-minute summary for people who haven't heard the story before. Sure. Uh, well, 40,000 ounces high-grade gold production in the Tafajos region uh, of northern Brazil, Pará State. It's a big artisanal gold field. Uh, we're the first operator in that part of the world, so we've got mm. great local relationships. We've actually put a mine into production. It's taken a while. The company did it many years ago. The mine actually closed. We actually started up against a brownfield site. Mm. We're mining high-grade gold. And when I say high-grade, I mean eight grams, which really, I think, sets us apart from the, the rest, which is people have got so used to one, two grams. We're eight. Yeah. We're underground. High-grade, selective mining. And we've acquired about 18 months ago the Coringa asset, which is essentially a carbon copy of our current Polito operation. So we basically see 40, uh, we've done it, worn the t-shirt, and we're going to put Coringa into production, make it 80. So we're, 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 um, yeah, we're growing uh, organically, but certainly in a very controlled way. Yeah, so thanks for that summary. Um, I'm, in- I'm interested in this story because you guys have been around for a while, mm. right? You've been in South America for a while. Um, I'd love to sort of understand a little bit about the team's experience in, in mining in South America. You know, what's everyone done for it? Let's start with that. Right. Well, uh, as I say, Brazil is a country that probably is very dominated by large, enormous surface deposits. So mm-hmm. it's not. I won't pretend to say it's been easy. Yeah. Uh, we've actually had to address the fact that there aren't very small underground mines in Brazil. Therefore, there's a people skill shortage. Right. Uh, I suppose we've cheated a little bit. We actually are next door to Peru and Bolivia, and we've got some very key people that have come from there. Mm-hmm. I was a COO of Orvana Minerals in Bolivia before That's this job, mm-hmm. and I've spent many, much of my career working in the Cornish tin mines. So I, well, like it or not, I'm very specialized in small underground mines. And I worked for TVX before, which again, on a small underground mine, I, I can't escape it. But clearly, I'm, I'm, I'm probably quite uh, moderately successful at it. Mm-hmm. So we built a team um, which involved uh, key management in the mine, which came from Bolivia, and we brought over a Peruvian contractor to help us with the selective mining. We have our ore body at Polito and the ore body that will be developed and uh, put into production at Coringa yeah. are high-grade subvertical narrow veins. Quality ounces is what it's all about. Controlling dilution is what it's all about. Right. So, so who, who on the team's been focused on that previously? Sorry, apart, uh, from your, apart from yourself, who else yeah. in the team has uh, a lot of experience? Well, on the board itself, there's a yeah. gentleman called Eduardo Roslot, who's an old uh, colleague of mine, mining engineer, Chilean guy, and he's been very important in terms of actually helping us with our funding. Yeah. Uh, and, and the rest of the team, actually, in Brazil, uh, we've got key Bolivian uh, uh, mine, mine, mine superintendents, Bolivian, uh, and all the technical team of Bolivian. And the, the key to our success is really this team of mining ec- expertise and, uh, that we have, in uh, actually, boots on the ground. That's right. it. That works very well. The the proving contract we've now actually nationalised. They're now all Bolivia, uh, Brazilian paid and on the Brazilian payroll, which right. is a very important point because um, uh, you know there's no real sort of problem in terms of these people um, working in Brazil language-wise, which certainly was something which concerned us at the very beginning. But um, just going back a step, probably people may or may not know that Sarabi did put Polito into production in 2003. 
It started probably in the correct way, but a couple of reasons. Um, back in the 2000s in London, where the company originally um, listed, there was, let's say, uh, a lot of people in the stock perhaps shouldn't have been in the stock. They didn't really understand sort of junior mining. And I think the company did two things. One, it chased scale to try to meet shareholder expectation. Mm. But it also changed the mining method to try to act because it was very difficult to find the right people for the job. Mm. So when we actually restarted this mine back in 2012, 13, we got the right team in. And it, it, the, the formula for success has been the mining. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I live by the, uh, my, my saying always is, Grade pays, tons cost. And yeah, sure, absolutely. absolutely. But, but you raise an interesting point there. Uh, there have been, and possibly still are, some people who've been in this a long time, long suffering. You've the share price has, you know, been, I'll say flat for a couple of years, but you, you know, it's recently picked up again. Right? Yeah. So if we, if we look yeah. at that, I mean, you must be quite pleased. With delighted, delighted. A right? uh, little bit of brief history on that. It comes back yeah. to some of the people that. Uh, uh, I've been around with like Eduardo Roslot, who's one of our Chilean uh, directors. He was uh, really instrumental in it. actually back in 2012 when we wanted to reopen this mine. Gold mm. price was high, the markets were terrible. There was no money out there for exploration. There was no money for resource growth. There was only money for cash flow, mm. cash flow, and it was hard to find. Eduardo introduced us to uh, uh, the Majev investment, or the Fratelli, Fratelli as it's called, one of our biggest yeah. shareholders. And they, I mean, I, 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 I've got to be very thankful for these guys. These, put the mo the, these guys put money in at risk where nobody else would, and they backed us. And, and they're they, still there? They're still there. They're a big shareholder. They, they basically went through 50% because they did want trading freedom, but frankly, there was no one else coming in anyway, so that's where they were. Mm. So we reopened the mine very successfully, got up to 40,000 ounces pretty quickly, where we've now been for about three years. Um, they, they, they underwrote the entire financing, took yeah. all the risk. The problem with that was our stock was incredibly tightly held. We had no retail, and I, you know, but I think at the end of the day, well, you know, not, not no retail, so not enough very, retail. Very little retail, right. very little. Okay. So there's no liquidity, and that was that. Now, we've, we kind of, everything was great about our company except the capital structure in a way. Uh, right. we, we thought, well, we, you know, we'll then, fix, we'll fix you, this as time goes on. What have you done about that? Because I know it's Greenspan well, now. Well, two, two, okay, so finally in, so they were ticking along quite nicely doing 40,000 ounces, operationally terrific, yeah. corporately, still with some problems. Um, but back in 2017, we actually acquired the Coringa asset. Now, the Coringa asset was from a company called Anfield, which has now been Equinox. rolled into Equinox, yeah. one of Ross Beatty's companies. Before that, it was in, actually in the hands of a company called Magellan. Now, we've been trying to buy this asset for a long time because it's a carbon copy of Polito. Right. So, you know, we've been mining now Polito for a number of years. We know we've got all the relationships, I say, in the region. We've got the, um, you know, we, we certainly have the methodology, the formula. It's obvious that... But, but before, we get, before we get into stuck into the project level, because I, I do want to come on to that and cover, cover that, I, I just want to stay with the shareholder component and what yeah. the, the thinking is. Yeah, well, well, well the, the, the buying of Coringa actually, uh, it was a catalyst to do another capital raise. Right. Because we, we bought Coringa for $22 million and we, we funded five out of cash flow, but then we obviously, obviously got to fund another five and then the final payment, $22 million in total. Right. So raising of that money, uh, we did a capital raise in March 2018. At that point, Greenstone came on, on board and right. also River and Mercantile in London and just as explain well. to people who don't know Greenstone, because obviously they're pretty well known in the industry, but... Yep, Greenstone are a private equity fund, London-based. Uh, they're invested in probably 10, 10 or so stories, I would say, mm. uh, pretty much uh, multi-commodity, 
all, uh, all over the world. Very technical. Technical team, team strong technical yeah. team. Uh, they work. They work with us well, very well. They've been. They've obviously liked Clive and myself for a long time. They've been trying to get into Sarabi for a long time, and they've been looking for the opportunity. And obviously, acquiring Karinga was the opportunity for them to come. Yeah, in. I think. I think especially they, they know what they like. Yeah. and they're very selective. Yeah. and I, I've yeah. definitely shown them deals over the years. It's a very strong team, so I think that's quite a good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. so they came in uh, and. Uh, Along around the edges in that financing in April 2018, a couple—I mean, a group called City Financial came in, and also mm -hmm. we had a, 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 a Swiss family office that was still actually in the story. Mm. Um, now this year, um, obviously, we know that City and Financial ran into some problems, and uh, the, the Swiss family office also wanted to liquidate their position, which at the time was a, well, we—that we, wasn't welcome news. Yeah. So 6% of our stock was just basically dumped on the market in, let's say, the spring this year. Yeah. And our price went from 40p to 23p. And we thought that was uh, a bit of a nightmare. Absolute blessing in disguise. Because yeah. that stock just got picked up by retail guys. For, so for once, and I think you've seen our graph of our liquidity, Very good. it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we, we've just flatlined for about four years, doing all the right things, but not getting any unloved, no appreciation, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, but then all of a sudden, you know, um, retail guys get hold of it. We've gone from like 9% retail in London to probably 16, 17%. And uh, it's, well, happy days. It, it, it helps. And, and, and when it is really important for new people coming in to look at the, the structure, the corporate structure yep. of a business before they invest. Because, you know, I think we've talked in the past about the paralysis that can come with too much institutional, you know, either one individual or multiple institutions who sit and hold. Well, Greenstone, trade. Greenstone, that financing in 2018 didn't really do a lot for our liquidity. It probably, I like to use the expression, it gave, it gave us some kind of democracy at least. Uh, What's because that mean? These days, I don't know. Right, true. But it's, you know, yeah. at least we had like two big shareholders on the board now. So there was a, yeah. there was a kind of a natural balance, I suppose. Right, okay. So and, yeah. and, uh, and obviously with River Motel, we've got three shareholders now over 10%. Yeah. Um, and two of them sit on the board um, mm. with board representation. So there was, a, let's say, a, a, you know, a, a bit more of a say, democracy there. But again, um, and, and obviously Greenstone came down from 50, to, sorry, Fratelli came down from 52 to 32%. Yeah. Um, so that, that was good. Uh, but as I say, um, there was still, that raise didn't bring in liquidity really, but obviously the right. selling of this stock in the summer. So you, you now recognize the importance of, of retail. We have tried, we have tried so much to get retail into this company right. and all the time, every time, every, it's just been institutions coming in. in the, well, we've only done two raises, so it's not as if we've been raising. Okay, so now money. you've got a bit of retail in there. Yeah. I want, I'd like to spend some time with you to understand what's going on up here in terms of the business plan, the strategy, how you're going to deliver it, where you're going, and who's going to actually deliver that. So describe if you can, what is the plan? Okay, right. you, you know we've, we know where you've come from. You've done a great job describing that. So today, you've got a couple of assets, so you've got to deliver those. Right. Well, technically, on the current operation, Polito, Polito basically is mm. one plant, which is const plant constrained, which yep. is actually Pretty unusual these days because most mm. plants are actually um, mo most companies are, are, are mine constrained. Yeah. Now the good thing about being plant constrained is it, it, it brings discipline. You yeah. know, you're, you're always treating it with the highest grade possible. You don't throw and again. It. Just be clear with people what you mean by that. Well, plant. you know, grade is grade grade is king. Right. So of course we we we've now had a head grade of around eight grams forever. Nice. So that's what we work with, 
And being plant constrained means we're not just throwing tons at the plant, we're actually throwing quality ounces at the plant. That's the important thing. Polito's in very steady state of production, two ore bodies feeding a central plant, uh, 500 tons per day between yeah. seven, eight grams per ton. That's what we do. Um, and we're kind of limited to that uh, at the moment. We, we don't really want to expand the plant because uh, we are, we have, our ore bodies, as, um, as you can see from the presentation, they are high-grade narrow veins. So yeah. what our, our business is to actually mine these veins as well as we possibly can, mm -hmm. minimizing dilution as much as we can uh, to get quality out of the mine and then basically through the plant. Inevitably, even doing this by the best possible way we can, we still get some dilution into the, uh, into, into the system. Mm. Um, so uh, over the last 18 months, we've actually been testing ore sorting. Now, I know this is nice. a big buzzword yeah. these days. Yeah. I've just come back from Beaver Creek, and I was last year. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all the rage, ore sorting. Right. It's going to solve all our problems. It won't solve all our problems, but it'll certainly help a lot. Now, so what's it going to help with? Well, as you can see from our ore bodies, we mm. have a very, there's, our, ores, our ore bodies are very, they are ore and waste. Yep. You can see here from some of the ones behind me, yep. I don't know you probably can't see too well, but that is the ore body, it is sulfides. The gold is inside the sulfides, yep. and outside that is just pure waste granite. Yep. So the ore sorter is actually a waste remover. Right. Um, it sorts on either color or on uh, density, and the, sharp, the, the difference is really, really good. So the intention is to pass our, let's say, our lower grade material through the ore sorter, yeah. and that will screen out waste, and it'll liberate, first of all, it'll take waste out of the system. Right. That will save us about a million dollars a year in just in process cost. Yeah. But more importantly, it actually liberates about 20% of space in the plant. Yes. So we can actually add more high grade ore, and we can make our little plant go from 40,000 ounces per year to 50,000 ounces Very per low year. cost, I'm presuming. Virtually no cost, Those, th that almost goes straight to the bottom line. So right. from, from, from for today, we're a 40,000 ounce a year operation with, you know, probably making about four or five million dollars a year. Yeah. Okay, it's okay, it's, it's positive cash flow, but it's not exactly pulling okay. up any trees. So we, we put in the ore sorter and we're beginning to sort of really make some serious. Right. So an ore sorter, it doesn't cost a lot, comes out of cash million dollars, flow. Million dollars. So no dilution and improve efficiencies and productivity. That's the first thing that we're doing at Polito. Got it. Down the South Chico, our other uh, new asset which we are developing, that is actually build, build ready. Uh, we have a, when we bought that asset, mm -hmm. Anfield did a terrific amount of work there. They spent a lot of money. Thank you. And, we, um, and they built a camp, they bought a process plant, they bought all the toys, a lot of the mining equipment. They did a lot of work, they did the studies, mm. uh, which was great. Um, so, uh, but I think People ask me all the time, why did Equinox or Anfield, this became Equinox, why no, did they sell no the assets? the good stuff, right, yeah. Scale, too small for them, really. They'd already, they, I think at the time, they probably thought the asset was going to be a lot bigger and was going to be their platform to build a gold mining company in Brazil. And they were certainly looking, after, looking for something a lot bigger than, than perhaps uh, and, uh, the, the, the Coringa could be. Mm. So at the end of it, although it's a very tiny deposit, it doesn't really work for anybody else except us. We're in the Tapajos, we're the only hard rock producer. Coringa's 200 kilometers down the road from Polito. There's little point two companies having two 50,000 ounce deposits yeah. in mines, let's say, in the same region where yeah. there's very little else. Right. So they belong in the same stable, there's no doubt. So the marriage occurred, we bought the asset. Uh, so we're now working our way through the permitting process. We've, uh, we've just submitted our new environmental impact assessment or statement um, yet, yesterday, in fact. Uh, and we should get a public hearing on um, uh, in around well after the after that's been protocoled and approved, 
which hopefully will take about less than a month. We will get right. the public hearing when we actually go to the local community right. and hopefully get approval. And I think because we, are, we have been in the region for, let's say, you know, 10 years with the same authorities, we're not exactly the new kids you, on the block. You've they got know. a relationship, exactly. a track record. Exactly. So just, just on that, so we're starting to build a picture of the types of facilities, mines, operations that yeah. you are yeah. comfortable with, and they're similar in profile. Very similar. I don't think you can actually have a deposit more similar to right. Polito. That's great. And so I did mean to ask, in terms of the sorter, what's the timing of that? And more importantly, what's the timing of when these, the benefits of that start flowing through? The sorter has taken a while to get, but it's now at site. Uh, okay. it's, it's being, uh, all the infrastructure around it is now being fabricated and uh, uh, installed. We will switch it on probably in uh, November, and we hope for it to be um, doing its job in January. Okay, so imminent, imminently it will start to contribute towards the bottom line. Yeah, we think this year, we, well, we're great. We're going on guidance. We're about to close Q3. It's been just the same as Q1 and Q2. It's another 10,000 ounce quarter. So we're bang on guidance to our 40,000 for the year. And I think next year we'll hopefully be making a hole in 50,000 because of right. the sort of. Okay, so th that has the, that's going to hit the bottom line from Q1 next year. Mm -hmm. That's okay. right. Okay, that's yep. quite nice. Yep. It will. And, you know, we're sitting there today, 40,000 ounces with us, say, you know, making about, as I say, like four, three, four, five million dollars. Um, that's going to go up very handsomely with your sort of 10,000 ounces at very little incremental cost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just, just a little bit more process cost. So something to look forward to end of Q1 whenever... Well, the Q1 numbers, yep, yeah, we hopefully will get some good numbers okay. Q1 going forward. So yeah. let's talk about, the, the, okay, so now we're going to talk, talk about if we, if we can, Karinga yeah. proper, because again, meets the profile. It's a similar looking more of the same. system, so more of the same, so you know what you're about. So tell us about what's happening. Repeat the formula there's been completely. A few things going on. Obviously, you made a few announcements recently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Karinga, obviously, uh, our, bi our big sort of um, sort of news this uh, recently was the publication of a PEA, which yeah. which was great. It, it it really just demonstrated what we what we absolutely expected. It's going to be. A, a you made a few tweaks to it. Yeah, it's going to be a 40,000 ounce uh, deposit. When we when it gets to its full fighting weight, it's going to be another 40,000 ounces. Yeah. Uh, the process plant is there, a little different to Polito. This process plant was bought from Troy's Andorinus mine in Para. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's actually much bigger, so there's no capacity issue with this plant. Right. Um, um, but that said, um, you know, we, we, we are one, one of the first things we're going to do at Coringa, well, sorry, I'll go back a step first. Mm -hmm. It's a very similar deposit, say, to Polito. Um, we are just working our way through the permitting process at the moment. One thing yeah. that we do have already is we have the mining license. Yeah. which is something Equinox never got to. So we can start the mine tomorrow, subject to funding. Uh, uh, we are going to, uh, we're going to start going underground. Why is this important? It's important because we want to, first of all, um, we want to test the, uh, almost establish the continuity because Coringa is, is a greenfield site, mm -hmm. it's drill holes. Mm -hmm. So first of all, we actually want to establish that continuity. Mm -hmm. Secondly, the indications are in a lot of the drill holes that actually the widths at Coringa are probably a little better than at Polito. And uh, certainly I think there's an opportunity to maybe semi-mechanize this deposit, which right. would be great, great for cost, uh, cost per ounce. Uh, and thirdly, we want to take a nice big bulk sample because Coringa is, say, 200 kilometers away from Polito. Yeah. We will truck that bulk sample up to our ore sorter at Polito yeah. and we will actually run it through and see how it performs. I would suspect that the ore sorting is going to work very well, and therefore, although we don't need the ore sorter from a capacity issue at 
Karinga, yeah. why process granite? Why, why not Absolutely. put an ore sorter in there? And again, it's all about ounces, ounces, it's grade, grade, grade. Right. Get that grade up as high as we can and get the, uh, and get the, get the ounces from processing as little material as so, possible. So again, I mean, what's the timing on all of this in terms of well, impact? Uh, well, we, we, we want to actually start the underground development in, in let's say, before the end of the year, or certainly Q1, mm -hmm. and get into that. Mm -hmm. now, so, now that, so we can start the mine. What we cannot start at uh, Karinga yet is the process plant and the construction. We've got to work our way through the process. Now that's why the EIA has gone in. Yeah. We'll get the approved. We hopefully will get what's called the preliminary license by yeah. the end of the year. That is basically the environmental impact assessment followed by the positive public hearing by the end of the year. If yeah. that all happens, that'll be great. Then we can actually launch into what's called the, the, the LI, which is the construction license. We'll then bring in a company like a uh, an engineering company to come and do the basic engineering, mm. which is mm. basically the design work for the erection of the process plant. Um, that will probably take around six months. So we would like to think we've got the construction license by early Q3 next year. Right. Which means then we can start building. We can construction towards the end of next year is what Well, I would like to for. think we'll start, you know, probably August time, yes, we'll be, we'll be starting to build. And okay. having just done it at Polito, yeah. You know, we we pretty much know. Talking to the same departments and government bodies. Completely. And Completely. So the same guys that established are giving, relationships. Yeah. The track record. So you expect those sorts of timings based on what you've previously experienced. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, I say the fact we're so these are the guys that are giving us our annual licenses and gave us all of this for Polito five yeah. years ago. We're just yeah. doing it again. So they're very comfortable with us as being the well the the only game in town really. So right. it's, uh, it's good. Um, so we would expect, but the good thing about, sorry, if we do start the mine first to actually, let's say, um, assess, maybe improve the mining, uh, the optimize the mine plan mm. by this underground development, and also maybe optimize the flow sheet by adding in an ore sorter, yeah. we're just going to improve those PEA numbers even more. Uh, and the good thing about that is, well, I think we've, uh, people will note that in the PEA we're talking about a capex number of 25 million dollars. There's 20% contingency in that as well. And yeah. let's face it, one thing that we are, that's, well, that study was completely based on Politos. The one thing we have 100% confidence in is costs. Yeah, it's true, but I'd say you more than most, because most PAs of us are variants of 30% plus or minus but 30%, our PA is right? Back, it's but on based it it's on, on what mind. you've done previously. Exactly, so and I, 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 I thought, I, I, I will buy that. Well, I thought the I thought the consultants were being rather penal, actually, to be honest. I right. Like, you know, twenty percent contingency on costs on a mine that's just up the road that's identical to the one we're going to do. Yeah. So, so we're pretty confident that the twenty-five million we can we can chip into that, and there's also the all-in sustaining cost is coming in at about eight fifty, and there's twenty percent contingency on that. Yeah. So, you know, we're looking forward to Karinga really bringing our costs down. That's because most of your GNA is staying over all, at Polito, it's all right? Polito. That's why it's loaded. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of, but the blended you know, 950, you 900, 950. Again, a ni nice number. Is there much you can do about that? I know you've got various fixed costs which you can't affect, but what are the? You've already talked about some of the things you're doing. So what well, else? The, the, the gains are basically if we can actually get some mechanized mining in there. The right. gains are going to be will and all sort of work at Karinga too. These these are the real nice little gains. We is there can a get. number you're chasing? Uh, I, I think if I think it'd be pretty tough to do Blended. underground mining less than much less than nine hundred, maybe high eight hundreds, but I think less than that. Okay, that's that's, that's that's a hell of a stretch. Industry. Yeah, but I think nine nine hundred is fine for us. Happy with that. That's going to throw off. A, that's going to throw off a nice bit of cash. So what's it, so right, you've got so we've got three three locations. 
what's that combined number look like? You're heading up towards a reasonable size production. It'll be, well, I'll come on to the organic growth as well. So the two, okay. the two mines, Polito and Sao Chico, they'll both be doing about 40,000 ounce, mm -hmm. ounces each. Mm -hmm. Now, as well as that, the other thing that we've been doing is basically on mine site exploration in and around the Polito and Sao Chico okay. ore bodies. Um, one of the use of proceeds of the capital raise that we did in 2018 when Greenstone came on board mm -hmm. was we flew an airborne geophysical survey, which is like, you know, over the whole tenement, 40,000 hectares. That, obviously, that wasn't cheap, but the, the results it threw off were, were great. I mean, mm -hmm. the thing lit up like a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Again, what we're looking for is are these sulfides, which show yeah. up with airborne geophysics very I well. Uh, and we've got we have Garimpo's artisanal mines all in our property. They're not a problem. People think, ooh, Garimpo's, that's awful. No, yeah. they're not. They're, 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 they only mine that top 10 Shall meters and they yeah. go. So they're, they're, they're exploration tools. They're great. Um, so yeah. so we, the combination of those and, air, and, and, and anomalies, et cetera, are really important. We, so we, we use the airborne geophysics as a sort of high-level filter. And then wherever, wherever we've got anomalies, we go on the ground. We do follow-up ground geophysics and geochemistry and, and just basically this risk reduction mm. or to before we actually drill. And we've actually got some fabulous uh, anomalies both in geochemistry and ground geophysics in and around Sao Chico, which right. is our satellite ore body. Yeah. And um, certainly uh, we're, we are now drilling at Sao Chico in the immediate mine site area looking for strike extensions, which is going very well. And then we're going to move on to these discovery drill programs on these anomalies, which are only three to four kilometers away from the actual Sao Chico deposit itself. So it's a really simple sort of, um, uh, we, can, we can turn exploration success into production growth very quickly, uh, at, right. at, particularly at Sao Chico. So the third part, so the third part of our, our strategy is continue Polito as it is, add the ore sorter, mm -hmm. develop Coringa mm -hmm. with, advance the permitting and actually get underground at the, yep. at the same time. And finally, on, on the organic growth, it's mine site exploration and maybe a little bit more in, in and around um, our current producing assets, Polito yep. and Sao Chico. So all in all, base case, 80,000 ounces. We think we can, with a bit of exploration success in and around our backyards, we can get to 100,000 ounces in the next sort of well, that's the two to three number, years. Isn't it? It is, but I, I, it frustrates me a little bit because um, I think the most important thing is cash flow. And this, this, free this, cash this flow, yeah. free cash flow rather than yeah. everyone's obsessed with 100,000 ounces. Well, it's not very it, useful. Well, it, if it's, it's more an indicator of, of, of scale. You see, and it is. An it opportunity. Is. You know, yeah. I, I think the picture you've painted today is an interesting one in the sense that you know the type of structures that you're after and the types of projects that you are comfortable with and have the yeah. knowledge of, of, of developing. Got to get Kuringa going. Yes. But it also says potentially future M&A is we know what we're looking for. We're very, very spe specific. I mean, is there much, I know you've got the organic stuff, but is there much M&A thinking going on? I, 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 I just think we recognise that we're not ready for that yet. I think, okay. I think a 40,000 ounce is hard. You really haven't got the currency. And we've got, uh, we've got a project to build already. Um, so that's where our focus lies. I think once we've got um, um, a uh, Karinga permitted and we're, we've got the funding in place and we're building it and we're really on our way to mm. 80,000 ounces, 90, I think at that point we've probably got the firepower to uh, have some serious conversations. And, you know, obviously you alluded to, well, our costs at the end of the day, it's underground mining. It's not the cheapest mining sure. in, on the planet. 
you know, Open Pit brings that. So, uh, you know, I would like to think our next acquisition would be, if we do one, or merger or however it be, it's a blend of underground, high okay. grade, so with, with, with some scale to get our costs down. Is, that, is there much of that in um, Brazil? Uh, probably more, yes, there's more of that than there is the underground, for certainly, because we're, we're kind of, I think we're the best, I, this is rather arrogant to say, but we're the best small underground miner in Brazil. No, see, I'm, I'm, a buyer, but, I'm a buyer of that, but then there's a sort of a, you know... Uh, but we won't, we won't do a deal for the sake of doing a deal. Well, that's what I mean, because there's obviously dilution in that, it's, it's a new type of it's uh, mining be good. for you, it's work and for us. there's a, you know, there's some many carcasses on the side of the road many. in Brazil, so and, uh, and, uh, my, step forward with caution. Our ex-chairman always says to me, sometimes, Mike, the best deals you do are the ones you don't do. Yeah, and, it's uh, true. And Money <laughs> in your back pocket, but yeah. no, but I, I like the fact I like the kind of sweating your own assets with this organic growth. Yeah, you know, if if, if you're in an area prolific and well known, then well, why not? Well, I, I really do feel that the Tapajos has seen thirty million ounces of artisanal gold mined. Mm. Now, um, there's been no systematic exploration in this part of Brazil, which scares a lot of people off. Mm. But for us, it's a blank canvas. Yeah. And I really do think the, uh, the ore sorting and our approach is going to be a bit of a paradigm shift to this yeah. part of the world. And, you know, I, we don't market ourselves as a, and this is really important for the permitting aspect, we do not market ourselves as a, um, as a Brazilian mining company. Mm. We, we, we market ourselves as a para mining company because Brazil is a collection of 26 states yeah. and the you know state government rules over federal government big time mm. you're not going to solve any problems in Brazilia it's all in Belém the state capital mm. you know and again we're in Polito we're going to try to develop Coringa using that relationship and uh, you know if you so I, I think that the Tapajos is a great place to be yeah. and I think there's 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 we, we could stay here developing assets for okay, great. forever and a day. So let's talk about the market. Obviously you're a producer, which is great. You're seeing the benefits of the, the gold price in gold price. Gold price is amazing, that, right? great. Explorers and developers, you know, they, they're not seeing it as well. Most of them aren't seeing it. You, you are, which is great news for the bottom line. A bit yep. more free cash flow, imagine. Yeah. Yep. But you've got things to spend that on. Well, yeah, we, 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 we always have. We, we, we're, saving, we're saving as much cash at the moment. Yeah. Our war chest is obviously, we have a final payment to actually fully acquire um, uh, Coringa at the end of the year. Of course. We've just got the cash. We've basically got that in the bank, yeah. which is good. So we're just trying to build as much as cash as we possibly can for the end of the year. Uh, and then uh, get, get, so really make sure Coringa is 100% ours, which yeah. it will be. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we, 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 we drive forward. So that's good. So you, you've got the cash to acquire that asset. Yep. You've got incremental free cash flowing at the moment with gold as it is today, and long may that continue. Um, is that enough to allow you to, that new free cash flow, allow you to do the things that you want to do, certainly around organic, for instance? Uh, it, or is that? An it, it, it'll be tight. It all depends on where the gold price is going to be. Uh, I, th I think wanting to start, uh, um, I, I look at Coringa and you know, we've got, we've actually got, um, we've had, a, we've got a great relationship with Sprott Asset Lending. They are, mm. they are uh, one of the few banks. Again, when we, again, we, we the only equity raises we've done in the last yeah. sort of five, six years yeah. have been the equity raise to build Coringa and the one back in 2012, yeah. and the one we just did in 2018 to basically acquire. Um, I'm sorry, uh, the original raising was to do the um, to acquire put Polita back in production and obviously the one we did last year to actually um, you know get Coringa. In the meantime we've just 
taken on some debt, and initially that debt was quite. Um, so is this Sprott debt? This is Sprott debt. Right. Okay. Sprott asset lending out Toronto. It's all good. Well, it, we well we pay, we basically yeah. borrowed eight, and we paid eight back out of cash flow. Great. And they they thought we were straight. Yeah. You guys are legends. I mean, no one pays cash. Well, that's no, their model. Lend yeah. the cash. Yeah. If, if you're most people paying, most yeah. people do an equity raise to settle <laughs> settle, and yeah. we didn't. We did the cash flow. So yeah. we earned a huge amount of trust with these guys, and they are absolutely ready and waiting when we're ready permitted with Coringa to, um, to, 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 to do a lot of that with debt. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. So again, I just say, it sounds like you know what you're doing with regards to your, your cash position at the moment, obviously with the acquisition and the debt and so forth. So maybe that's one we can pick up on on the next update when you've delivered a few of these yep. things, because I guess you'll be in a position to know where you're at and what you want to do. Um, but you know, just just on this market condition at the moment, have you got any views as to is it going to sustain? Do you have an opinion? <laughs> well, well, we had a board <laughs> meeting today, and we, we all around the table and had a different view on absolutely everything. I mean, had, yeah, right. Um, well, um, who knows? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I, I well. No, absolutely, absolutely not. But oh, yeah. I, I've heard some really quite strange three thousand type dollar numbers being put out there. I mean, it, it, obviously that sells. I just went to Beaver Creek, obviously the Precious Metals Summit, and obviously that was a it was a good time to be there. There's, a, I mean, we're all obviously gold bulls. Um, not much point going well, there. If that's out of necessity, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well it, it is. It is. Um, but you know, obviously, eighty five percent of our costs are in REI. So for once. Yeah. We've got we've got we've got the double whammy yeah, here. Yeah, done, done. We've well got there, we've right? got the gold it's price growing and and sixty three hundred reais an ounce. I mean, a year and a half ago, it was like just it was three yeah. and a bit. So it's we are um, we there always used to be this kind of natural hedge between the Brazilian reais when gold strengthened. The, you know, the reais um, was was weakening or vice versa. We never really got the the, the, the double lift, but now we've we've. we've well, I think a lot of people are getting that with the yeah with yeah, the, yeah. Uh, slight strength record in levels the in Australia record levels in yeah. Canada all the resource based economies are actually getting this yeah but it's a question of how long it lasts um, well you know um, at, at the end of the day you know you look at uh, you know this this, this uh, well I suppose the macroeconomics uh, you know China yes. and the US and you know oh. it, it, and all that it, it probably bodes quite well for gold with all this uncertainty I think uh, but you know people with much better pay grades than I. I've got it pathetically mm. wrong. So oh, yeah, always, um, <laughs> always. So, so I, I think I'm just well. I I'd ask. We remain uh, ever hopeful. Well, that's probably why you know we we, we well the, the time is good. I mean, we say our share price has gone three times, and uh, uh, the market's there at the moment. So I, I hope it's going to be there when we finally need it. Right. You know. It's been a good chat, good introduction, because we, we haven't spoken before. Our listeners and subscribers have not heard the story before. Okay. I know you've been around. I wanted to speak to you because I, I like the kind of robust, relentless, can-do attitude of the business and of the share price that's been doing what it's done for the last few years, but it's 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 on the move. Yep. You're doing all the right things, it, it seems to me, uh, and I want to you know see that you continue to deliver what you say you're going to. Do you want to leave with maybe a few reasons why new investors should be looking at Sarabi now? Well, certainly, I think we've got a we've now got a record. Well, there's liquidity; you can get stock now, which is great. And yep. um, for a long time, you couldn't. I've heard that. So mm -hmm. I think I think that's a plus. And we're certainly uh, there's a lot more steam in this price. Certainly, uh, uh, and again, you know, I think uh, the economics are all. We've got a real great economic tailwind at the moment. We're going to be we're going to meet guidance certainly, and next year it's going to get a little bit better. So I think uh, if, if the if the if the 
if the economics are with us, we're going to have a, a better year. Yeah, okay, brilliant. Thank you Thank very you much. much. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.